You have just entered the Katie Ma podcast. Keyboard plus mouse or die. Hey, and welcome to episode 40, 40 of the KB Mod Podcast. That's a lot of episodes at this point. I'm not as surprised as Scott would be, but uh, I'm still pretty back. surprised. R.I.P. Scott Fisher, by the still way. Still pretty surprised. <laughs> Scott is not with us to start, but he will be here in a bit. Um, with me, I've got double Nick action. we got a Fenton and a Jenkins. Menage on Nick. And we have Brandon, live from hotels. Hotel Review <laughs> 91. Hotel Reviewer Pro ninety one. That's right. When does the Tumblr start? We need we need like a Tumblr for Hotel Reviewer. Yeah, I'm, I'm still working on the design. It's going to be great though. So we'll uh, start out in the normal fashion here. So we'll start we'll start with Fenton. Oh, Fenton. Oh. What what have you been uh, up to this week in the old um, game? Um, I think pretty much has only been like Super Monday Night Combat. I was going to say it's, it's a shame. It's a shame Scott isn't here for this section right now because. He's, he's he's been, been into like it too. addicted. He's been yeah. addicted every time he's come online. Like you have to you have to imagine. I rarely ever get to play with Scott because he's too busy doing other things. And I, he's actually like played with me twice this weekend. My God, I have several amazing. text messages from him that just say MNC over and over. <laughs> it's like MNC, MNC. I'm like, God, okay, but yeah, that game's amazing. Actually, oh, yeah, I've really played, played it a few times. I'm actually, I, I'm terrible right at now. it. I it's free played. though, so okay. yeah, it's uh, it's basically a mo. I almost said Moab, a MOBA, but you <laughs> shoot things, so try it. That's all I really. That's all I played. So, oh, and I played like a like an hour of Sniper Elite last night, which oh yeah, it's out now. Yeah, and so uh, is it is it good? Well, I played the tutorial, and the first level is the demo, pretty much. <laughs> and I was ah. like, oh, this is cool. I still have to go to bed, so I haven't gotten to play any more <laughs> of it. But So I can't really say anything else about it. What about you, Mr. Blacklight Attack? Um, on the PC side, I've been, pla- I've been playing way too much Nintendo shit recently. But on the PC side, uh, surprisingly, I've been playing CSGO. That wasn't just for that video I made. That was like I've been playing a decent amount of CSGO. Which means that's me in practice. That that's not me like rusty or anything. That's me like up to snuff. Um, and uh, I actually just recently finished five sculling everything in Orcs Must Die. Which oh dear just, God, just makes me really really anxious for Orcs You're Must Die. You're a brave man. It, it wasn't on on the nightmare mode. It was just regular. I'm but, still bad at that. So oh well. Then, yeah, the oh, second well, one looks awesome. It does. It does look really good. I meant to do a write up for it after PAX, but I never ended up getting around to it. And uh, Reseteer is a game that I picked up that I've been severely addicted to. I'm actually doing a KB Mod Indie on it. It's called Reseteer. I'm doing a KB Mod Indie on it. I'm probably going to record that tonight, so I don't want to give away too much info on it before that. But basically, it's like a, a JRPG, but you play one of the merchants instead of one of the adventurers. Okay, that's weird. It's fucking awesome. It doesn't sound fun, but like it's, it's one of those games where you're like, why would you ever want to play that? And then you play it, and you're like, holy crap. It's like four in the morning. How, how you make spell the name of that game? <laughs> I'll put it in the chat. It's it's kind of odd. I'm not even sure okay. if Reseteer is really how you're supposed to pronounce it, but like oh, I found it. It's, it's not really Ricotter. It's it's not really. None of the voice acting is translated from uh, Japanese, so like I don't know how I'm supposed to pronounce it because it's like they're like Reseteer. <laughs> like I'm not saying that ever. <laughs> like Cooking Mama. 
Okay, I'm looking at it right mama. now. <laughs> mama, very good. <laughs> Better than mama. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Rest here an item shop's tail. Yeah, it sounds horrible, <laughs> and it's like the most disgustingly cute-looking anime game ever. But it's so fucking good. So what do you What do you do exactly? You You run a shop. You let you You go around. You got to find different ways to stock your inventory, either by like hiring an adventurer. There is like a dungeon diving aspect of the game, but it's kind of like a side game. But you can hire an adventurer who you then control to like dungeon dive, and you can get loot that way in order to sell it in your shop. Or you can, the better way is to just kind of go around and, like, wait. The market actually rises and falls on different items. So you can, like, wait until maybe, like, say the prices of all armor drops. Go to, like, the distributor, buy a fuckload of armor, and then just sit on it until the price goes back up. And then just sell it at a huge markup. The meta score is pretty good on it. Yeah, it was like like a big sleeper hit. Especially because they they, uh, they localized that game. It's like the first Japanese indie game to hit Steam. They localized it predicting maybe 10,000 sales, and they hit something like 200,000. That's not bad, then. So yeah. do you get to experience, like, the actual emotional lows and highs of a small business owner, where, <laughs> where like, you have a few bad months and you almost can't pay the rent? Yes, <laughs> You have to go yes. back to your family and they're really disappointed? <laughs> yes, actually. I can, I can think of at least one occasion where I went, somebody was like, hey, I'm going to need two weapons in two days, and I put it off for as long as possible because weapons were really expensive, because they, they, the price was up, I bought them, and then the second I stepped back in the store, the prices of all weapons plummeted, and I just fucking flipped the table and just <laughs> and beat my fairy companion. I was like, "This is all your fault, you bitch." Not to mention, there's like, there's actually like payment times. Like the whole the whole reason you you have to open up an item shop in the story is to pay back a loan. Because the main character is like ten, but her dad decided to like take out a huge loan and then promptly die. Got a scumbag dad. Yeah. <laughs> So, so he's he's le- he le- leaves her with this huge debt, and she has to run an item shop. And and the fairy that you see in any of the screenshots, she's your like your loan shark, and she forces you to open up an item shop. And if you don't pay her a certain amount of money, which increases exponentially with each week in the game, you lose. It's uh, really I'd like hard. To point point out something real quick. It has a higher Metacritic score than Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three, and so also infinitely more fun. Oh, <laughs> and more manly. <laughs> It is way more manly with those cute little anime girls running around. <laughs> and they smile, their eyes close and shit. <laughs> yes. That is very JRPG. I was looking at the Oh, yeah. If, if you don't. Extremely if you're, like, turned off by it, like, it, I'm, I'm personally indifferent to anime, but if you're, like, turned off by anime, you should, like, steer clear of this game. If you were, like, if you were at some point, like, raped by a guy in Naruto cosplay, and this, this will probably <laughs> stir up some bad memories. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Brandon? Uh, so uh, we had a game night, which yes. uh, we finally. So finally, after you know weeks of speculation about if we can use, if we can do tribes for a game night, we finally could. So uh, we filled up our our new tribe server and christened that. Uh, so played a bit yeah. of that on on Friday. That was a lot of fun. Um, and then, really, the rest of the weekend, I, I played Super Monday Night Combat. We got in yeah. quite a few, uh, quite a few games of that. And like like Nick said, it's a lot of fun. I think I was telling you, Dan, that I think it. I don't know that it's the best free to play game out there, but I think from what I've played so far, it's the best free to play game starting out. Like Tribes Ascend and Blacklight, they're both really good, but they're admittedly not the best experience. Your first match, because you're yeah, you know because yeah. you're missing 
upgrades and items and stuff. But like Super Monday Night Combat, I haven't spent anything on yeah. the game, and like there are some balance issues with the characters and whatnot. But like I think that's that's some of the most fun you can have for a game that like I re- I don't really plan to spend any money on it because I don't need to. I did. <laughs> you did already. Uh, only like four bucks. So. I was that was actually something I forgot to mention was I was also playing Tribes Ascend. You would be proud, Brandon, unless you actually watched me play. <laughs> Then you wouldn't be proud. Anymore. Yeah, then you would just be disappointed. I uh, I did play a. I've played seven or eight games of Super Monday Super Monday Night Combat, and it's uh, it's quite fun. I also finally dived into Mr. Pandaria on on the grind last night on our Monday show, and uh, uh, it's. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> it's wow scraping the uh bottom of the barrel, basically. Yeah. I mean, it was a fun. It was a fun, you know, fun time to play, but like. The game has completely, completely lost any of the uh, the old fun it used to have, which is actually what me and Mark talked about the most during the stream. So I should also, with the MMO thing. I also played the Guild Wars Two beta, and seven frames a second is not cool. And that's so I stopped playing. I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, Until, I, but I've also I, <laughs> yeah, it, I've heard it was unplayable. I heard pretty much um, they actually upgraded the audio, like the sound engine for World of Warcraft, so if you turn up your volume really loud in some of the new starting areas, you can literally hear the sound of Blizzard scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> it's true, it's true. It's true. It is literally Kung Fu Panda. Like, the starting area, up to a certain point, is just Kung well, Fu it's Panda. Not a bad thing, really. It's, it's, notable not for really. Being, it's notable for being the first WoW expansion that's completely 100% voiced by Jack Black. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, the end bosses, everyone, they're all going to be... Yeah, yeah. I think it just signifies WoW just being like, we just don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> yeah, D3 is coming out, StarCraft II's second pack's coming out, uh, Project Titan's coming out, it, it's over! <laughs> You're done. <laughs> You're done, son. <laughs> we should dox crew, dox crew Blizzard and oh, just put man. a picture of Mr. Pandaria. But uh, I've also been playing, uh, played actually a decent amount of Tribes over the last week. Um, I love how you guys always play tribes when I'm not around. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm always playing, and and all of a sudden I see I see you guys playing, but it's like where where where's my invite here? I always play alone <laughs> because I'm ashamed. <laughs> well, I'm no, terrible, you, and I stream it live. <laughs> no, you need not be ashamed. There, there's nothing wrong with newer players as long as they don't llama cap. I, I have absolutely <laughs> no problem with anyone learning the game, asking for help, all of that. But the second you llama cap, we're done. <laughs> okay, I may I don't llama cap, but I do make a couple of like impotent like like hundred kilometers per hour grabs where where upon I'm instantly shit upon. Yes, <laughs> that's a, that's called a llama grab. So yes, I, you oh, I I thought I thought llamaing was when you're like literally moving at run speed. No, anything no, just slow. Anything yeah. slow. I, I, there's not a hard and fast definition, but if you're if you think you might be llama grabbing, you are. Okay, well, <laughs> to be fair, I never I never grab like that. If I know that there is, like, a good capper on my team, somebody who actually knows what he's doing, usually some dude playing the fucking light class who, who can just maneuver, like you. You can maneuver at, like, 3 billion miles per hour like it's nothing. And I don't understand how that's even humanly possible. But if there's somebody like that on my team, I won't even bother with the flag. Yeah, I think I the know. worst is when, like, is when I'm spamming... I'll grab the enemy flag, 
and and like right literally right in front of me every single time someone will llama grab it at like 80 <laughs> kilometers an hour it's ridiculous the best so i've, I've also been torturing myself mentally with jamestown on uh <laughs> oh my god that game on is so extreme difficult on the extreme diff- oh it's so good man the music alone makes yeah. it <laughs> makes it a purchase for those of you who don't know what it is, uh, it's it's an old school like shoot 'em up, and it's like 16-bit graphics, and uh, you know you have a ship, and you you know you can fire. Basically, there's other ships that can fire more than straight, but you fire straight forward, and uh, you have to avoid all the projectiles coming at you. And on the last two difficulties, it is basically a blanket <laughs> on the screen. It's it's fantastic fun though. I haven't had that much fun playing a game actually in a long time. Yeah, that game. So. That game definitely reminds me of my times like playing like Raiden two in the arcade, like waiting to get into a laser tag match. Like, yep. Yeah, it's 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 really old school, but really really good. Yeah, um, and I, I have the arcade it, stick too, so that's legit. Playing that with an arcade stick is so fun. Every everything you do feels just ridiculously epic. Yeah. In Jamestown. Oh yeah. Everything. I would love to play that game. It sucks that there's no LAN or online co-op. Yeah, that would be. That you could do because it, it's four player, but you have to have all four people at your PC. Yeah. So well, sometimes sometimes it gets so intense that you really can't have any latency unless everything was calculated. You know, unless That's unless true. everything was done on your client side, but then it would it would look very weird. You would definitely see your teammate taking bullets and not not dying. Yeah. Yeah. But it's insanely fun. Uh, it's a really good purchase. It'll probably be in another indie indie bundle soon. That's where I got it. So yeah, me that's too. Pretty much, pretty much what I've been playing. So we did, as you mentioned, Brandon. We did have game night, and uh, we had to up the ventrilo once again. <laughs> yeah. So last game night, we like I think we briefly were hovering close to our seventy five uh, person max, and this time around, like we were we were just. It was full, and and I was getting messages that people wanted in, and I was just like, let's let's do this. So we are now at a hundred people. So I guess the the new goal is next game night try and break that. I suppose it was uh, amazing because I had well, I had COD four going, you had tribes going. I think uh, Hex Hex had people in blacklight for a bit. Yeah, and we had like uh, a CSS unofficial. Uh, channel started. We had a few guys down there playing that. So I think if it keeps growing, I think we'll, we may just have to like take a poll on what people want to play and maybe split into like four or five different things. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think, and this is unofficial news. Uh, I think Blacklight is pushing to get ded- dedicated servers here soon. Um, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Blacklight Attack is going to get dedicated servers so you can play him. Yeah. Um, so you'd be mediocre at CS:GO, and uh, really good at Nintendo. I think mediocre is aiming a little high. <laughs> but yeah, so we might have a might have a daddy for that soon too. But um, we've also had our first full week now. We had only had one show at the time of recording last week, but we've had our first full week and second episode of our live streams, and uh, I think they've gone really well so far, actually. Um. Didn't really know what we were doing on the first episode of, of my show, but it got better as the week went on. Nick, you played, uh, what was it, Half-Life Precursor? Precursor. I was originally going to play Cry of Fear, but it kept crashing. And I, honestly, it kept crashing. Everybody was mad. They're like, yeah, you just don't want to play it because you're, 
you got pussy. And I'm like, no, it's crashing. Leave me alone. But hopefully <laughs> this week I'll play that. I heard you if you, you have to update it to like version something. Somebody. Yeah, I uninstalled it and then I reinstalled it. And I'll update it. So if it, hopefully it works. Otherwise I'll do an amnesia yeah. mod that's equally as scary. The only thing I fear is being judged on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> They're judging me. But we played uh, on Hex's show, we played Descent on the old school show, and a lot of people were like, how are you not sick playing this game? Because there's not, <laughs> there's not many games like that anymore. Uh, but it was a great time. We uh, tried to get Descent 2 to work, but it, it just was didn't like DX3 for some reason. But um, yeah, so this week, this week I think we're going to play Quake 3. I think and Unreal Quake Tournament wasn't working, so maybe Quake Live. Yeah, maybe Quake Live, which is Quake yeah, Three. Yeah, and uh, and some Unreal Tournament, the original. And Unreal there's actually, uh, I, I saw the other day. There's there's a big, well, I don't know about big, but there's an update for Quake Live, and I think this week they're actually this is a good week to play it because you get uh, free premium. They're doing like a promo with this big pass they just had. So I guess there's going to be like domination mode. Yeah. Now? Yeah. We should do an article on it, actually. It's, it looks like a pretty big update for you know a, a game that is essentially Quake 3. Running in a browser. <laughs> pretty legit. I was actually able to play that at work. Yeah, I used to play it at work, too, when I was on Night Shift. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to be working. Do your There's job. There's much to do. <laughs> no, do your job. Yeah. If you can't have it, if you don't have anything to do, just stare at the wall. My job is very reactive, <laughs> which means... I have a lot of inertia going on. <laughs> the alarm goes off, and I'm sitting on the other side of the room where the, where the internet connected computer is, and I'm like, uh And then I just like flop out of my chair and roll across the room. <laughs> very reliable. <laughs> like a like a jellyfish is basically what I'm imagining, just like rolling I, on the floor. <laughs> I have I have police at the scene of the crime like four hours later. <laughs> We did just receive a Scott Fisher update. He is unsurprisingly stuck in L.A. traffic, so we'll see when he'll get here. He did just wipe out a family of Puerto Ricans driving on the sidewalk. <laughs> he, did. he did. It was sad, and but... He did He did text us while driving and while wiping out a second family that it wasn't a hate crime. It was totally <laughs> accidental. I bet he uses his Bluetooth headset to dictate it as he oh, drives. Oh, what a douche. <laughs> Alright, so that was our Scott Fisher. That was our first piece of news, but now into the field news. We now interrupt your scheduled programming to bring you an urgent broadcast from the front lines of America. And uh, starting with, uh, we, did, we didn't talk about this last week, um, but Ivy Bridge is out. It's actually out, and you can buy it. And there's been some rid- ridiculous specials so far as well uh, from Micro Center. So if you live near Micro Center... I think you can get the 3570K for like 190 bucks, and then you get $50 off a Z77 motherboard with it. Not a bad call. It is looking like, like we've said, Brandon, I guess, like a small upgrade over, Sa- over Sandy Bridge. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's kind of what we expected, sort of, because for, so for people that don't know, Intel does the whole tick-tock cycle 
and uh, and this is a tick, which is their refinement uh, refining of an architecture. So this is kind of a refined sandy bridge, so to speak. And uh, there there are some big gains here, but there's not the gains aren't really for gamers necessarily. Yeah. Like the the biggest gains have been in the graphics uh, component of the chip, which obviously as a gamer you you know are not up to up to par yet. Um, but it's still uh, you know the performance is still um, a step forward, <clears throat> and so for you know for it, it's better than Sandy Bridge you know, and I think it's what it is doing is it's eroding away at the like the low end uh, discrete GPU market. So like your sub I don't know hundred hundred and twenty dollar cards, um, those are those are going to be pushed pretty pretty hard. I think you're going to see a lot of people now. Just buying chips. There's really there's, there's very little need for low end graphics cards at this point. Yeah. Um, other and other popular users of the TikTok method include Rolex and Kesha. <laughs> <laughs> now it's going to be stuck in my head. So. Oh, I've never heard the song. Luckily, so I'm good. Consider yourself blessed. <laughs> Wake up in the morning. No. no. Okay. Then no. But uh, I would say if you're looking to upgrade. If you have a 2500K or 2600K, it's not really something you should look at. I mean, yeah, I think Sandy Bridge need not apply. It's it's definitely if you already have a 2500K or whatever. Yeah, I think it's perfect for someone who's like got um, a, like an AMD Phenom chip. I think this is a solid upgrade. Or or even a lower end if you have even like an i3. This I think would be something. Not that many of you will, but if you do, this would be something to look into. <clears throat> so yeah, but now on to the big daddy. Hardware story. Not that Ivy Bridge isn't big news, being the next generation of Intel, but NVIDIA revealed, although they still haven't revealed the rest of the 600 yeah. series. Bastards. That's, I um, think that's supposed to be coming soon. The GTX 690 was revealed this week, and finally in the last, like, today, people have been getting them in for reviews and stuff, but I, I don't think, I still don't think I've seen an actual review. Well, here's the thing. At, at $1,000, you don't need to review it. Because so it's so uh, it's here's, good. Here's what I don't get though, right? We've always seen these these dual GPU cards, and they don't. They usually release at what, like eight hundred, maybe like seven fifty to eight fifty, yeah. somewhere in there. And so when you have your top end card at like five hundred bucks, obviously buying two of them is around a thousand. And so there was always that price advantage of going with one card. But with this, you can get a, a 680 for 500 bucks. So I don't really know who this is catering to um, when it costs the same as two 680s. And, and we know it's probably not going to perform as well because they have to, they have to uh, down clock a little bit because they're on the same board. Like I really don't, I don't really understand who this, like who their target market is, because there's really no benefit, as far as I can tell, unless you just don't have the space in your case or something to to put two cards. Yeah, that, and I think the the only thing that would even come close to using this much power would be like a triple monitor 3D setup. Like well, driving no, so 3D monitors because 3D cuts frame rates in half. Yeah, I think. I, make yeah. no mistake. If you like, if you do triple monitor gaming, if you if that's actually something you do uh, with any regularity, this this card can be worth it because trying to run uh, what is it 5760 by 1080 resolution? I mean that's that that is that's pushing even a 680. But as someone who has three monitors. I do that so rarely 
that I wouldn't, I would never spend a thousand dollars on a video card. It's, it's just unnecessary. Even if you do 3D gaming, I think if you're doing 3D yeah. gaming on a single monitor, still not worth it. Yeah. I would say if, if you're going to get an iron card, I would legitimately, unless money is literally no object, like you just do not care. Buy a Mac. Then just get a 680. Like, like don't, I, I see no reason. And buy me one, to too. get a 690. Yeah, and buy yeah, if money's not, If money's not an issue, just go ahead and yeah, send us some. So yeah, that's that's actually the only market I think this makes any sense for are the people buying two of them who want to do quad SLI in two slots. That's the only because that's the only way you can you can really do quad SLI. Like we call those thing. people insane. Is what yeah, we call those exactly. <laughs> like it's for people that literally money is no object or you just you have a problem. I know some of these words. <laughs> yeah, like when they talk about hardware, I just like black out. It's just like uh, okay. <laughs> To my knowledge, the like the way that this is unfolded for me as a non-tech guy, they decided to duct tape two 680s together, and it's kind of meh. <laughs> oh, it's it's going to perform, but for a thousand, really, what it comes down to, really, if you don't know anything, it's a thousand dollars. It's not worth thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> it's really that's what it comes down to. It's just way more. It's also, as Brandon said at the beginning, it's about. 200 bucks more than these cards are normally released at. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, so. do, I do understand that part. Brandon did make that very easy to understand. He explained it very well. But then you start throwing acronyms at me, and I, do, yeah. I start thinking about Mario. It'd something. be easier if they talked down to us like fifth graders. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, moving on to something you do understand, Nick Fenn. Actually, hold on. I want to say one, one other thing about okay. this that I think is interesting so, so we saw the these uh, the 680 releasing months after the uh, the 78, sorry, 7970. So, right, uh, AMD got its cards out, its first cards out the door, way earlier than Nvidia did, and they're already pushing out the 690. But the 7990, uh, obviously the dual GPU uh, 7970 uh, card. Is is rumored not to be releasing until June, so th- I think this is really like kind of kicking kicking sand in the face of AMD, because <laughs> not only is the 680 a, I think a better choice, uh, maybe not maybe not now with the price drops, but they they kind of beat up on AMD in uh, with the 680, and then they already got their dual GPU card out quicker than AMD did. So I just thought that was interesting to look at. Nvidia's well, if they are, quick turnaround. If they are trying to kick each other a little bit, maybe we'll see some more price price changes. But Regardless of price drops and fallout from that and stuff, I just really like kicking sand in people's faces, like <laughs> like in real life, mostly children, <laughs> because they're most often found in sandboxes and they're the easier height to reach. <laughs> so now moving on, as I was saying, to something Nick will understand. Um, Orion Dino Beatdown (gasps) releases this Friday, but uh, we posted this Monday, so you better have, like, a reminder or something if you want to win a free copy of the game. Uh, Tomorrow, Orion starts a, uh... Is it it tonight at 11.59, basically? No, it's Wednesday at 11.59, so Uh, we'll have a little bit of time to prepare after you listen to the podcast. We'll tweet tweet the article again, too, uh, tomorrow, just to remind you. But basically, all you have to do is go like their... Like their social media, like uh, follow follow Twitter, like Facebook, and then uh, 
send them an email with your Twitter and Facebook names, and then uh, also, I think it's which class you like the most, which dinosaur you like the most, and which dinosaur you would want added to the game. And just send them an email, and there's an email address. And the first 100 in their inbox will get the game free. Tell them so. that you want a Nick Fentonosaurus. <laughs> it's just the T-Rex with my face skinned on it. I want the dino- <laughs> I want the dinosaur that lets you get on its head in Mario 64. That just swims Ooh. around in a circle. It's oh, like sort of it looks kind of like a Lapras. Yeah, it does. I actually named my Lapras in Pokemon after him well, when I was I a kid. What's the name and, of that? I don't and even know. And also yesterday. Uh, Dory. <laughs> also yesterday. Oh, uh, Hey, let us have this moment. But, you were talking about hardware, so we need a moment to talk about dinosaurs and Yes, Mario. but did you, and, did you and watch the trailer, Nick? I did watch the trailer, actually, multiple times, so... <laughs> Does, the worlds look They nuts. look really pretty. Yeah, they look really good. It, it is a really good-looking game. This is a $10 game, yeah. So if you don't want a free copy, it's $10 for yeah, dollars to kill dinosaurs, exactly. bros. Come on. <laughs> and they're doing so, uh, post-launch DLC that's free. Free, yes. It's all going to be free, too. I wouldn't be surprised, however, and I have nothing to base this on. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, however, for them to put out like some skins and pay for oh, DLC. That bother me though, because like Killing Floor did that, for instance. All their updates are free, but they they'll put out like you know a two ninety nine pack of like character skins. Wouldn't be surprised to see them do that. Wouldn't mind it either. So and um, you can't really complain about it. You know, if it's Skin, no, no one's forcing you to buy. You're it. gonna get all the dinosaurs and new maps free the entire lifetime of the game. Yeah. So oh, yeah, I actually encourage that strategy. You will never hear me complain about a developer releasing like aesthetic changes, like skins and that sort of thing, for a few bucks. You are never gonna hear me complain about that because that's yeah. that's how I want developers to monetize is stuff that I probably don't care about, but other people <laughs> do. And it doesn't affect the game at all, but it just allows them to get more money from you know from people that, that want that different experience. Yep. So next up, we have something Brandon absolutely loves: um, some vendor vendor specific <laughs> pre order bonuses for Torchlight Two. Um, and the reason I posted on it actually is because I actually was really excited about the uh, the pre order bonus from Perfect World, um, the same publisher as, as Blacklight uh, Retribution, and that is you get. With if you order it through Perfect World, you don't get a free copy of Torchlight One, but you do get a beta key, guaranteed beta access for the Dungeons and Dragons Neverwinter beta. And uh, Neverwinter Nights is one of my favorite games of all time. So I was, and it looked really good at PAX. I didn't get to play it, but it looked amazing. So I would like to get into that. So if I do get that game, it's going to be through that. But if you get it through Steam, you get Torchlight free, which means if you haven't played that, then you can go ahead and do that. Um, I think the game is probably going to be. I think it was nine. Is it nineteen ninety nine? I think yeah, it I think is twenty dollars. But it will be worth it. Torchlight Two will have full multiplayer stuff. So I mean, and so let me let me uh, let me just say that I actually don't have a problem with yeah, uh, yep. like this type of vendor bonus. Um, I, I mean, it's it's not my favorite thing ever, but these are extras that you're getting with the game. You're either getting free beta access to a new MMO, or you're getting a free copy of Torchlight. Whereas other uh, publishers, <laughs> um, they release things that actually affect the game, and you can't you can't get a complete copy of the game because of the vendor bonuses. So there's a there's a tangible difference between something like this and and the strategies that other uh, other usually larger companies yep. use. 
for me, it definitely does not bother me because I already have Torchlight one, so I don't need to like pre-order. And it will Steam. integrate with yeah, Steam. and it goes with I, Steam. And basically, I, anything that keeps me from going inside of GameStop for pre-order bonuses is just good for me because fuck GameStop oh. so hard. I you know I actually don't have Torchlight one, but I've been meaning to get it, and I got into the Neverwinter watching a deal um, from Pax, so <laughs> this is like this works out perfectly for me. Although I feel bad for anybody that has to choose. Then again, I think it's pretty obvious because I'm pretty sure the first Torchlight's going to be really cheap. Probably. Yeah, the first Torchlight's been like a dollar. I'd probably guess they put that on sale when Torchlight 2 comes out, maybe. Probably, yeah. But uh, next up, we have uh, Dishonored. Someone is echoing. I don't know who that is, but... It's the other um, name. Oh, hold on. It is. Oh, he peaced out. He just left, bros. No, he's back. back. He back. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. But next, we're going to talk about Dishonored. Uh, the new Bethesda title, and um, first of all, we we talked about this a little bit, uh, but and it looked amazing. Game looked amazing. It's gonna be like steampunk Assassin's Creed craziness, um, but they had an actual. All we had was a trailer, but a really good trailer. But that's all we had to go on uh, a couple weeks ago. But now, uh, Dishonored. They had a gameplay inter- or an interview about the gameplay with PC Gamer, and basically, one thing I found most astounding is that you can literally play this game without killing anyone. Like you could, you can go through being completely passive. But why? I don't know why. I'm just saying. Like, yeah, you can do it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. and they did say it's also going to be the hardest way by far. I want to kill things. people. But I don't know what you guys think about this game. I, I'm looking forward to it a lot. I just hope it lives up to the hype. I don't know if I've said it on here, but I'm just happy that it's something from Bethesda that isn't Fallout or Skyrim or or uh, Elder Scrolls. I it's, think it's being developed by oh, Arcane, isn't oh. it? I don't think it's Bethesda developed. Never mind. It's just Bethesda published. published. Well, I'm dumb. Well, it no, still no, looks they awesome. Haven't, they haven't had a real good one in a bit. So, besides, I mean... As far as that, they they did publish Brink as well. So, ooh, that I think uh, I'm already liking it, the resume. It, <laughs> it uh, it looks like it could be good, but I think right now, like we're getting trailers that that don't give me all that much. I'm I'm interested in the actual like gameplay footage and stuff. So, I, I mean, it's the concept sounds cool. I I like Assassin's Creed, um, and I like the. I like Deus Ex. I mean, I like the the whole idea that you can have a game like that that's open world, but you don't necessarily have to do everything with combat. I think that's what makes an open world game good when you have you know decisions you can make. Uh, but it's it's all just hype for now. I think I'm going to enjoy Bio Creed Rim. <laughs> <laughs> it's I really like the idea of being able to like control animals as your minions because it kind of relates to the fantasy I've always had of going into a supermarket with a big trench coat full of baby rabbits (laughs) and releasing them in the produce section. (laughs) What? (laughs) Just me? (laughs) I'm out. I think that's that's it. Isn't that what they had to do for Australia? Like when they had the rabbit outbreak? (laughs) (laughs) I guess that was the cause. Yeah. They just collected them in trench coats, or that was the cause? I think somebody did that in Australia, and that's why they have the rabbit fence or whatever in Australia. Oh, uh, this is awkward. That was me. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, Australia. 
You got some scary fucking animals, though. <laughs> Rabbits are cool with me. <laughs> yeah, you got, like, rats in this game and shit. Yeah, you can control them. Yeah. So. And if you don't know about now, the rabbit fence, go look that up in Australia, because it's hilarious. <laughs> now some sad news, at least for me as someone who played Stalker. Uh, Stalker 2 has been officially canceled. The uh, studio tried to keep it alive, but in the end they couldn't. They're all moving on to um, free to, to play do another Stalker. game. Yeah, basically, it's going to be a free-to-play and I think it's going to be like uh, an MMO. Yeah, yeah MMO FPS. Yes. Yep, set in the same basic post-apocalyptic yeah, uh, like thing. Spiritual successor. Hopefully, we'll work a little bit better than Firefall. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be playing Firefall Monday on the grind, so I'm hoping it's working. Yeah, they, they just have, they just had a big patch. I got an email about. Did it. have a huge patch? Oh, yeah. did they? Good. Unfortunately, I don't know that I yeah. care anymore. Yes. <laughs> Thanks to Zombie Studios for that patch. You do good work. Good job, Jared. Really good job. Yeah, uh, I think I'm actually going I'll... to play Stalker now, so I can be sad about Stalker 2 being canceled. <laughs> you will be, too, because Stalker's really That's good. Like, I've only heard good things from everybody who's played it, but it's just one of those games that I never got around to. Yeah, the only thing about it, though, is if you get sick from Head Bob, try to find the patch for that, <laughs> because... That's what happened to me. <laughs> I was born to be a sailor. I'll be fine. The head bob is terrible for me. The but best yeah, part about this article sucks. is uh, <laughs> the Photoshop <laughs> faces. Photoshop. <laughs> you got it. If you haven't, if you haven't looked at the article, go look at it. It's like the stalker guys with googly eyes and a sad face. <laughs> <laughs> it's very professional. It's, it's, oh, I, it's, a pro, it's so seamless. Yeah, I think that I, it, I thought that was a game screenshot. <laughs> well, Brandon messaged me when the article was in drafts, and he's like, "Did we make that, or did he like find that?" Is that I thought, I thought he, like maybe we took it from another website because it looked really good. <laughs> That's professional. What I'm saying is that our stuff normally looks like shit. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. <laughs> just saying, like, I it just looked. It, I honestly thought it was it was like uh, an, a picture someone else might have already done. Just because it it was like so perfect for the article. <laughs> uh, so yeah, next next piece of news here we posted on this. Just if uh, if you're going to QuakeCon, pre-registration is now open, and uh, we've also learned that whoever runs the QuakeCon registration site has no idea uh, what demand planning is. <laughs> Does it get destroyed? It destroyed is not even the right word. Uh, just like you logged on and nothing worked, just errors, just all, just it was so bad because the way they're tell system, you. Well, no, let me ahead. ask you, Brandon, who was worse, the Pax Prime guys, who had Pax actually had to drop their entire registration company they were using and get a new one because none of the shit worked properly, uh, or QuakeCon guys. Well, so so the I think I don't know because they, they both kind of tie, but the guy, the thing with the PAX guys is that uh, they took the site down pretty quickly and and like notified everyone. QuakeCon, so I, I had to sit there. It was me and and uh, a few other of the KMI guys that are going, and we sat there in agony because there was a li- there's a limited number of the of the fifty dollar like fast pass package, which is obviously the one you want. And there's only 300 of them, or 350 or something. And so we just, you could get to the main page usually, 
And whenever someone reserved one of those, the number ticks down. So we just sat there watching as we couldn't, like, we couldn't submit payment or anything. And these, these packages just kept going down. And eventually it hit, it hit zero. But they ended up taking this, yeah, they ended up taking the site down for a few minutes after like an hour and 15 minutes. And when it came back up, there were some left and we were able to actually finish registration. But it was a complete boondoggle. Like I got to the payment screen and it aired out and it, it actually charged my credit card. It was just, it was so it bad. Was, so it was a what? I think that was actually in a Saw movie. <laughs> they make you watch the watch it count down. Yeah, <laughs> I want to play a game. So <laughs> I want to play a game. <laughs> Mine sounded like if you don't register for QuakeCon in an hour. My impression sounded like Buffalo Bill. I want to play a game. I want to play. I play a game so hard. Help me! With I this. play a game with me. <laughs> Could you help me with this count? God. And the funny thing thing about it is, is that QuakeCon itself is like a really well-run event. Everything last year ran so smoothly, but the, like the registration just, just off. I mean, whoever PAX is using, like whoever their previous vendor was that they're going back to, QuakeCon needs to go to them. They need to have someone else handling that because they must have, I don't know how, how many, how much web traffic they got, but it must have been ridiculous. Whoever did PAX East was great, so they went through that. Yeah, I had no problems. But, uh, but yeah, that article yeah. is, uh, if, if you're listening to this, uh, the you can only get the select a seat and swag packs. There may not be any swag packs left either. I haven't checked. But the, the fast pass, QuakeCon done quick packages are all gone. Um, but you can still reserve a seat if you want to go. That's just 30 bucks. And if you want to sit with the KB Mod group, then tweet at me, and I'll, I'll get you with us. Make sure to attach your sub count. <laughs> if you got under a thousand, don't even. Yeah, just don't <laughs> even, man. You're wasting your time. So next is something actually might not be of that much use to a lot of people, but um, actually I'm excited for this, despite not actually using Linux at this very moment. It's fixed for uh, PC gaming, even if it doesn't. It is. That many it is. Steam is coming to Linux like a full client of it. Not you know you're not going to have to use Wine or any of the other things that you have to use to install Windows apps on Linux uh, a lot of the time. And and the source SDK is being ported over as well so that people can create games for Linux with source, um, which is awesome. So, Because uh, if you've never used Linux, um, all I can really say is it's better than Windows. <laughs> that's, that's kind of a personal opinion, but um, I think it is. So it just runs a lot better. Uh, it's just the fact that nothing is really built for it. <laughs> that's the main downside. And for gaming, that's obviously not a good thing. But the nice thing is but, that Valve, I mean, because they're leading the charge here, I feel like they can kind of be a trendsetter. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Sean, our, our website guru, he uh, he's very excited because now he's going to get, not going to have to go through as much hassle to play a lot of different games. So Yeah, I think Linux gamers have had a pretty... They, they, a lot of times that can end in a lot of heartache, just trying to figure out how you can get games running. Like sometimes you use Wine or Dude, other I've apps. tried it. <laughs> uh, I tried to actually not make a full transition over, but last summer I tried to make as much of a transition over to Linux as I could, and I just got too frustrated. It's hard. Like, yeah, it's really difficult. But I actually thought so Linux was a myth before this. 
This means Lennox is real now. <laughs> is your world shattered? I'm kind of happy for Linux. And now, if you didn't think gaming paid off, just get real good at League of Legends real quick. Because if you win the tournament here, <laughs> that's going to... What is this, their main big... Is this going to be like a dream hack or what? It's, it's their season two world championships, like their world yeah. finals. Season two world finals, the winner gets three million dollars. Just the winner. That's not yeah. the whole purse. Just the winner. <laughs> or the winner. So, it's it's the winning team. It says so. I don't. Oh, a paltry six hundred thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know exactly if, but it says it looks like it's three million for the team. But still, I mean that that is that is a ludicrous amount of money for winning one tournament. Well, Riot's got money coming out the ears, so... Gee, that's um, true. <laughs> but that's still just insane. I mean, that's got to be the biggest purse for esports by a large margin, I would say. Well, the- I mean, Op- Optic won one that was like... It was like, uh, I think, 100,000 or maybe a little more between, you know, split between the whole team. Yeah, so, and that's a that's a big purse for an event, too. I mean... At least traditionally, yeah. like back in the day, that you know, events events giving out a few thousand dollars were a big deal. Yeah, I remember John. Uh, John tweeted right after this came out. He tweeted that uh, he was he got super excited when he won like five hundred dollars or like uh, an MP3 player from like a Quake <laughs> tournament or something. He was like super excited. So it's it's come a long way, but Riot does have the money to throw up against it. So the crazy thing is they they say that they've. They've already seen more than two million live viewers for for one event. I mean that that is absurd to just think about that many people on you know viewing viewing a live stream. Yep. And uh, next, <sighs> do we even have to talk about this? Boy, next up, in case. In case you're living, I, I don't even know. In, in, I mean, in news that we are obligated to bring you. Oh, my God. Yes, the news that we are obligated to bring you section. Yes. Black yes, Ops yes, 2 trailer yes, yes. revealed Oh, today. my God, I love Call of Duty so much. <laughs> and um, basically it shows lots of future stuff, and it's going to be called Black Ops 2. All right, on to the roundtable. Oh, there's table. horses, bro. <laughs> slow slow oh, horse, sorry. hold your horses. There's horses, all right? Um, <laughs> I don't really have anything. I don't know what else to say besides that. There, Horses yeah, confirmed as a kill streak. Yeah. Yes. It and comes you probably hold it, them, and it bites your hand. It's like what the hell, bro? KB mod exclusive. KB mod exclusive, right there. You don't want to um, take a kick to the chest from a horse. You guys can't see this right now, but Nick actually uh, hashtagged our entire show itinerary <laughs> with official Call of Duty Black Ops to reveal single player campaign multiplayer. So we don't get a strike on our. Yeah, so <laughs> so we're good. We're covered for this podcast. Um, and a ladybug kill streak. Wow, blacklight attack with with just is this blacklight who put this on there? I think it was. No, uh, well, I bolded it. That wasn't. Uh oh. Well, ladybug kill streak has also been confirmed along with horses. So there you go, folks. You won't get that info anywhere else. These are little italics. Swarm of ladybugs <laughs> could do some serious damage. 
your crops. Yeah, you won't be able to see it all. Maybe dude. some comic sans on this. <laughs> <laughs> no. Italics comic comic sans in bold. Just visualize it. No, but seriously, bros, the hype is just going to be insane for about the next what is it? Six months, seven months till uh, uh, November thirteenth when it comes out. Surprise! Another fucking Call of Duty is coming out. <laughs> yeah, no, and everyone like, is absolutely flabbergasted. Well, <laughs> the thing that you see is like when people like hype or anti-hype it. It's either they make it sound like it's going to be the best game of all time or the absolute worst game of all time. Like it doesn't seem like there's any in between. Like yeah, but this was this trailer was just a random. It wasn't even like a trailer like Dead Islands trailer. For it was. A, I thought it was a good trailer for the single player. Not really? I thought it was. No, it does. What? <laughs> for the single player, I thought it was a decent trailer. Wait, people play the single player? I don't. Well, I Call of Duty has single player. I feel like of the recent Call of Duty's Black Ops single player was probably the best, even though I didn't finish it. I played the most. <laughs> I got like halfway through. <laughs> so I, so you I played it for you played it for what an hour and a half? It, more than Modern Warfare Three, I know that's for sure. I mean, but basically. We can't even shit on it, and you can't praise it either. So anyone doing that is completely insane. Because I mean, you know nothing about the game right now at all. Yeah, literally. Like, like I said, like I said when we were talking about Dishonored, it's the tra- this trailer means nothing to me because it's like a trailer for an action movie. It's it it gives you a vague idea of the the setting and and maybe a, a smidgen of the plot, but you don't actually know anything about the game. You don't know what's going to change. You know you know that they're probably going to stick to the tried-and-true Call of Duty formula. It's going to have a lot of the stuff Modern Warfare 3 did and, and maybe a few additions. Uh, but, I mean, it's, it's, it's the Call of Duty you know and love. It's Treyarch. It's, it's the same stuff we've gotten before. Um, but, yeah, I think it, if you have an extreme reaction to it, I don't really know why. It's, it's, just, it's another Call of Duty game. If you like Call of Duty, you'll probably get it. If you don't like Call of Duty, it's business as usual. It's, it's like getting it's like getting really excited over Madden. Yeah, <laughs> Call of Duty has become Madden there, where you shoot people instead of breaking. Will there bones. be football in it? That's what you need to ask before every Madden release. All we know is that I think the one thing that has been confirmed is that Vonderhaar is going to continue to try really hard to be liked on Twitter. Yeah, desperately. Um. <laughs> At least he has a, he has more personality than four zero two did. Four zero two has was like I, I was actually I actually thought he was called four zero two because that was like his model number. <laughs> Hello, I am four zero two community manager. <laughs> it was. Ugh. It's time for the KB Mod Roundtable. Get ready to discuss a topic. <laughs> now on to our roundtable, and we don't have a Scott Fisher update for you guys. Thought we'd have one. I don't know, maybe he's in jail. You live in L.A., watch the news tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. He's dead. So, on to the roundtable, and um, basically this week we're going to be talking about subscriptions versus, you know, there's basically three, three ways that games are kind of paying for themselves now, and... Um, I'm of the mind, and we talked about this a little bit last week, and I talked about it in the video on Terra on our YouTube channel, and that is, I don't think subscriptions really have a place anymore. I don't care what the upkeep of an MMO is, as far as the servers and everything. I just don't think you can get away with it. And I think Terra's really good, 
but I just think that was a huge mistake uh, to go with subscription. If I was coming out with a game, I actually would do it. An MMO, I would do it how Guild Wars 2 is doing it. That's how I would do it. Yeah, I would charge I you up front and then make you pay microtransactions. Go ahead. The only person who can get away, not person, the only company that can get away with charging a subscription fee anymore is Blizzard because they would be suicidal to get rid of all their subscriptions now. Because they're still, even though we keep saying, well, I was on the decline, but it's still got, what, like 8 million? More than that? It's still like every other MMO on the market combined. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, it's insane. And, uh, exactly. So they, that would be suicidal for them to say, hey, we're going free to play now because I honestly think that there are more people in the world who are able to play World of Warcraft that are playing it than are not. Right. You know? And it's, even Star Wars is was unable to really put a dent in uh, in in the subscriber base of WoW. Basically, the only thing that can kill WoW is WoW itself. <laughs> Time. Time is the only thing that can yeah. kill WoW, and it will. But... Yeah. You know, all, all I'm saying is right now they have no reason to get rid of the subscription fee. It would be nice to see World of Warcraft go free to play eventually, but it's nowhere near that stage yet. Yeah, and and they they said they might someday, and I actually think once once oh, uh, I think that there's no question they will someday because they, yeah. there is another way to monetize that game, and I think if anything. It, it will be a good testing ground, like Valve did with TF2, a game that wasn't really making them much money anymore, but still had interested players. They were like, well, let's let's give this a try. And I think that's what Blizzard's going to end up doing with WoW, but I think you're right. It's, it's not... We're, look, we're talking about years out right now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think the only thing... I think it'll go free to play once Titan is out for like a year or two. Once they have another be like- subscription game to go on. Wait. Yeah, it'll be like EverQuest. I think EverQuest went free to play after a bit. Go ahead, Nick. Can I inter oh, can I interrupt? I no. smell yeah. I smell no. something. I smell a- it smells like a sellout. Like a sellout? <laughs> yeah, bud. <It> like- <laughs> yeah, bud. Yeah, friend. yeah, bud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I left at seven twenty and I just got home. I hate LA. Four miles. Four miles. Four wow. miles. Get a four miles. You could have just we were debating. It would have been we were debating how many people you'd killed on yeah. the way. Well, oh <laughs> yeah, because of the crazy text I sent Nick Fenton, I was very. Yeah. we well, we well, sort of exposed well, your uh, you know vehicular homicide. Sorry. Uh, okay. it's <laughs> sorry, real. sorry if you got away because we we might have just botched that. Yeah, that's okay. This <laughs> won't go up anywhere that anyone listens to it anyway. So it's <laughs> I think this one's being hosted on Podbean, so no one will actually. <sighs> yeah, no one will yeah. actually get it. God. What are you guys talking but about now? Wow, we're on the round table. Uh, yeah, basically, how I think that subscription models are dead, except yeah. for for the biggest of companies, and uh, I would agree with or that. people who like Call of Duty Elite. I think to add on what you said, I I really, I think with kind of the free-to-play revolution we're seeing and seeing games that that really are able to survive and thrive on free-to-play, I think that you're going to see that come to the the MMOs, you know, in the future. I'm sure that there's already companies thinking up business models of how to bring that to MMOs in a way that that will be successful. And like you see Aeon already went free to play and I can guarantee you there's a lot of people watching that to see how, you know, how that game uh goes over the next year, two years, three years. And so I think you're right. There's no there's really no place for a subscription model anymore except for the biggest of companies and you're talking about really like Activision EA 
Blizzard, well, Activision, Blizzard, same same company, really, yeah. and EA, and and maybe like Valve if they wanted to, but but they won't. Valve so, loves us too much. Yeah, I think you're, you're you're really yeah. looking at Activision, Blizzard, and EA, both of which have a subscription based game right now, and I think both of them can kind of see that it's probably not going to work that way again. I mean, look at the money that they've poured into uh, the older public. It's it's going to take them a long time to get their money back for that game, and I think they will. They've still got you know how many one or two million players, which is more than enough to to keep that game afloat. But it's still uh, you know I think when you can get a game for free or pay a subscription for it, people just aren't people aren't ever going to try the subscription game. Oh yeah, yeah. I just were you guys saying that? I'm sorry. Were you guys saying when I came in that Wow, you think Wow would go free to play, kind of like TF2 at some point, and then yeah, but only. Yeah, only when it's make, like, that makes sense. Like, we're talking like years from now. Yeah, yeah, a long time. But yeah, yeah only when Blizzard decides that at this point it's it's we could probably make more money just microtransacting everything because there's just I not think enough one, left. once they realize that they're at the point on the curve where they can sell more ten dollar mounts to <laughs> you know a million people than they can getting a subscription from ten million and selling you know mounts to I don't know however many people they sell mounts to now. Yeah, yeah, because they're starting that. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, is I'm the only one who, who still plays WoW, but there's gonna be a Pokemon type arena in WoW. Sold, and uh, <laughs> all the non-combat pets that people did collect religiously in that game, which were free mostly. Um, they're, they're just in the last couple of years they added paying for these pets. Dude, they're gonna make a killing. They're just going to make a killing off this. Oh, yeah. You can see them setting the stage. So, and un- yeah. unlike their Activision counterpart, I feel like they're actually being really savvy about this because they're setting themselves up for a sustainable microtransaction model in the future, in, like, the near future. Like, you know, if, even though I think I feel like they're, they're like, doomsday planning now. Now that they're on the decline, they're like, well, we need to introduce a way that microtransactions are going to be really profitable because they're really, they really don't have too much at this point. They do have the mounts and stuff, but I think that that's really... if that goes over well, that's going to be a really, really profitable source of microtransactions that they could possibly fall back on. Whereas Activision is just like, here's the subscription that does literally nothing. Yeah, well, and <laughs> and Call of Duty Elite has never functioned correctly from day one. Yeah. Like, that is a known fact. It's just been a piece of shit. It took them till, I think, last month, and this is just going by tweets, to get the clan support working. <laughs> like, because there's like, there was like, you could form like you know, like the equivalent of guilds on WoW, you could form clans, and then you could do, like, clan challenges, like, you know, domination wins or whatever. That that was supposed to be in on day one. It took them nine months or something. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's it just terrible. It's just nine months, but... And I, well, I, don't, I don't mean to, dis- to uh, they, center the discussion around WoW, but I, I bet you, I think they've already got a pretty robust microtransaction model oh. because you've got the mounts, you've got the non-combat pets... Server transfers, name changes, all of the little things that you know that you can That's charge true. for because they're conveniences. Um, I think I, I bet you that WoW could remove the subscription fee today, and they'd still be profitable based off of all the little the little microtransactions they do. True. Yep. Hundred percent. But you can't. I just feel that something like Call of Duty Elite and and any any new MMO, any new MMO. Just, you can't do it anymore because these games are um, also all on PC. MMOs 
now with very few exceptions, are all on PC. And you're just going to be competing against these massive, massive sub-bases. That's why I just don't get what Terra did by being a new kid on the block, an Asian RPG as well, which tend to either be hated or loved by people here. There's no... As you were saying with the the uh, game we were talking about earlier, uh, Nick, Yeah. The uh, you know, if you're yeah. not into anime or, yeah. or don't like JRPGs, then you're just not going to play it. Like... <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a, a yeah, love or hate thing. There's very few. I feel like there's very few people at this point who are not really on either side of the fence. Yeah, it's and Tara is, Tara is so Asian that uh, I don't know if you guys know who Pink Ranger is, Brittany. Yeah, <laughs> she's Asian, and she was like, "This is a very Asian RPG." This is like, offensive. She was like, this is really Asian. Yeah. <laughs> this offends and, my Asian sensibilities. It's so Asian. <laughs> yeah, and but I I really want to play that game, mm-hmm. but I can't justify. I'm hooked for with WoW till October, but it's fifteen. It's fourteen ninety nine a month, just like uh, WoW, yeah. and I can't justify that really for any game. But I may end up doing it anyway because I did enjoy it that much. But Rift, for instance, is still pay subscription. Yeah, but how's Rift doing? How many players? I, I, that? Yeah, I wouldn't be well, surprised to have the writings on the wall after PAX East. Well, I I got it in my swag bag at PAX East. Yeah, wow. it's still number, open on my shelf. So their numbers exponentially increased after packs, probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's that's the thing is we're now seeing, I think, a, a change in like the perceived value of of how you can make money. I think we're seeing like yeah. I, I hate to use this example, but like Instagram, for instance, the only reason that they were worth a billion dollars to Facebook is because they had how many thirty million people. Um, and that was before they released an Android client. So who knows what they're at now? But the point is, they're, they were only worth that much because of the the network effect. The fact that once people are using a service, or, or in this case, playing a game, then they're going to recommend it to their friends, and then their friends play. And and I think we're seeing that now. You just you monetize a little bit from a huge, huge group of people, and end up making just as much as you would charging everyone up front. And I think we're just we're seeing that shift in a lot of places, but but the gaming industry I think is going to be one of the biggest. And I think I think we're going to very soon here we're going to see where the ceiling is on this free to play thing because so far free to play yeah. is is what <laughs> it's everyone needs is what everybody needs to do to like actually stay. Com- it's it's kind of surprising how competitive free to play is making certain games, but it's we're going to see how how many we can really keep afloat at one time. You know, it you feels know. like the um, it almost feels like the uh, beginning of the dot com boom in a lot of weird yeah. ways, and no, the bubble yeah. and the like. It's everyone's just rushing to it, and they're like, "Look at all this money to be made." And then at some point, like anything else, it's going to not necessarily die out, but the the true standouts will stay, and everyone else will kind of be like, "All right, well, we got to find a new thing." I mean, who knows? It could last right. a while, but it's gonna the bubble will burst like everything else at some well, point. Well, but but here's the thing, though. I think to to tie in with what we were talking about with with Intel. Yeah. Um, Haswell, their their talk, which is their next their next release, mm-hmm. um, which I guess would be sometime next year, should March be, March to June. Yeah, that that should be a a big you know uh, just a big increase across the board, and and we're mm-hmm. talking about at that point potentially potentially you know low end uh, low end machines really really being able to avoid the discrete graphics card completely. And and now you've opened up free to play games to a market that before you know wouldn't have played them because they don't have a video card. 
But now, you know, your mom could get on and play a free-to-play game because she's already got a computer that's capable of it. So I think we can yeah, the free to play the the free to play trend keep going keep trending upward because really what you're doing is as as the graphics uh, get better in the built-in CPUs you're gonna you're just basically expanding your market of gamers and a lot of the people that are playing console now because maybe they can't afford a gaming PC those people will eventually have a PC that's capable of running free to play games on integrated graphics and that that yeah. just basically makes the market bigger for everyone. I think within sure, the next sure. couple generations of AMD's APUs and and the Intel architectures, you're just going to start seeing like if we're we're still around, hopefully, hopefully we're still going. If we're still making build guides at that point, it's going to be like a $400, $500 low-end bill with no graphics card in it. Like it's just going to be it's just going to be the the CPU doing everything. Mm. Um, they're even looking at putting like um, network and all kinds of stuff onto the CPU die, so it's no longer uh, on the motherboard. It's crazy. They're just they're trying to put everything We're on. We're gonna have basically. literally computers the size of smartphones that we just carry with us that do everything. Yeah. <laughs> so they're trying to trying to do all that. But send bears into space. One of the coolest things I've seen with all this free to play is that my brother in law, who um, his computer is way out of date now, like it, it's terrible. Um, he's like, man, I really want to build a new computer, but like that's expensive. And I, he's a gamer, and he's he's like, that's expensive. But I really, he was a big Diablo two guy, so he's like, I really want to play D three. And I was like, well, you could build kind of a lower end system, and then uh, <laughs> you wow. could build kind of a lower end system. And uh, basically, I told him, I said, you can buy D three for sixty bucks. And then I was like. And you can have this game, and this game, and this game, and this game, and this game, all for free. <laughs> and you're not going to have to buy any of them. And he was like, what are you talking about? Because he, when he gamed, you know... Yeah, back then it was... wasn't a thing. So, like, even four years ago, yeah. it just wasn't a thing. But so going back to the bubble bursting thing, though, I was mostly talking about games that have to compete with each other in the same sort of slot. Right. Like, I mean, you look at League of Legends and Han, Here's a New Earth. It, does anybody even know what Here's a New Earth is anymore? It's, right, you know, well, it's, yeah. I have a confession. I mean, this is like a year or two ago, but at one time, like, I just referred to it as Han, and then this kid was like, "Yeah, oh, you play Heroes of No Worth." I'm like, "What the what the hell is that?" <laughs> he's like, "That's yeah. what it's stick because it just becomes Han." I like never thought about what it's stick for. Anyway, <laughs> Han Solo. Yeah, yep. I used to play the crap out of that game, and I, yep, I was in beta for it. Yeah, me too. That's yeah. I, I never ended up paying for it, and then I rem- and actually back then when Han was like the thing. League of Legends was was like kind of a joke, and then it just flipped itself around in like a month. Yep. But I'm getting sidetracked though. But the the cool thing about all this is, as well is that the developers have to support. They have to. And we've talked about that before. Whereas with a title that you can just buy, you know, for the gamer, the free to play model is obviously the best one. I I do like I do definitely like the fact but. that developers have to commit to a free to play title for an extended period of time in order to make it successful because I'm really getting sick of this bullshit of just release as many games as possible, Activision. Yeah, it's which true. Is it's just point. really sickening at this point. I just can't stand that crap anymore. So actually getting developers to like coddle and give a little bit of love to their projects is really nice. Yeah, because if, if they don't do that, no one will, everyone will quit the game after a month. And then, exactly. yeah, I mean, it's true. It's, it's a good well, that's I mean, you think... 
Go ahead, Brandon. No, I was just I, I agree with you. I think that's that's one of the best things, and that's that's why I actually think the free to play model is not done growing because I think the more people that you can get into your game, you know, is is good. But then you also have the fact that the incentives between the developer and the gamer are aligned. The gamer wants the game to continue evolving. They want new stuff. And the developer has an incentive to do that with free-to-play because that's the only way that they keep making money. Whereas with, with a traditional release where you're paying $50, $60 for a game and then maybe you get patches after the fact, the, there's, there's really no incentive on the developer's end other than goodwill to actually put out those patches because it costs them money. Whereas you look at yeah, something like yeah. Tribes Ascend, you know they've been putting out patches every couple of weeks and making the game better. And by them making the game better and spending that money, that that investment to continue developing the game, more people are sent, more people are going to tell their friends about it. More people are going to end up spending money on it, and and the the cycle basically feeds on itself until you have a player base of closing in on a million, like they do now. You know, it's like yep. uh, it's like gamers have reversed the role. It's like you know the the developers and the studios and the publishers were up there in their high towers putting out what they want to put out, and us yep. little peons were like, okay, yep, I'll take this, and then they're like, we'll give you this if we feel like it, but that's it. And then now it's like, what the, you know what I mean? Like, it's actually, it's, we're like, what? Oh wait, we I, actually have a total say in this now. Like, I, we're I feel like that would make a really good indie music video. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I mean, we we are in we have control of the of the reins in a lot of ways, like you're saying, Brandon. Now, whereas before the model was, well, you kind of you know, yeah, we want you to like get hyped for our game, but once it's released, like if it's shit, well, too bad. Well, th- Dead Island Syndrome, right? They yeah. put all the money into marketing, and then the actual game isn't worth the money. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but Dead Island right. could never be free to play for that reason. Yeah, I think that. You know, it's, I don't know, it's a good cycle we're in right now. Hopefully it lasts, and hopefully, the, the really, the big thing that has to make it last and, and keep going is is for Microsoft to accept it for their next console. True. Um, and to allow a free-to-play system, because there's free-to-play on PSN right now. Oh, really? I didn't know and, that. Yeah, you, hmm. can, you can put your game up there for free, whereas Microsoft, you have to put it up for a dollar, I think is what it is, like, no matter what. And that doesn't sound like much, obviously, it's a dollar for a game, but the fact is they make them go through, you know, all that certification and all that. Yeah, they're definitely going to have to, I mean, the whole thing about making free-to-play sustainable is constant patching and updates and, you know, getting feedback from the community and actually acting on it, and that's just impossible to do through Microsoft right now. By all accounts, like any yeah, it's, developer, it's actually even harder than than Sony. Yeah, that's well, that's and, the, and the trick to the free to play model is you have to make the barrier to entry as low as possible. So even making it a dollar means that I have to put my payment information in. And whereas yeah, downloading right, free to play right. games on the PC, I don't have to give you anything. You don't have my credit card number. You don't have anything. They want to get yeah. that from you, but mm-hmm. I can try your game before I before I give you any sort of information well, about myself. I give that you was a shit. Yeah, that was a big point that I had with. Uh, it might have gone overlooked in my video on War Inc. on on War Inc. Battlezone, is that although the game is pretty generic and really doesn't like, in my opinion, give you any reason to play it over anything else. I mean, it's just just kind of is like that way. It's pretty bland shooter. But the fact is, is when I had to create an account for it, it took me two seconds. So it was like, you know, not 
not I didn't have to put in credit card information as you said, but there was no barrier at all. It was like what's your Steve name, email, password. And I didn't have to go to a website either. I just could do it in No verification email so, bullshit. Yeah, none of that. I just was able to hop right in. So So the more we see that the better. And so I, I, I think, think we're squarely in the free to play camp. Yeah, and I, I even <laughs> think that like we could we could end up seeing models coming out uh for for MMOs perhaps that that really do need a lot of new substantial content, you know, a little bit more than just a new character every now and then or, you know, the the current models that we're seeing, I could see I could see somewhere where you have um an MMO that that's free to play, but let's say for a for a month or something, you can download it for free, but there's a subscription associated with it to continue playing. I could see something like that, where you keep a subscription model, but only after someone's had the chance to try the game. And I'm not talking about what WoW does now, because like the restrictions that they put on you to play the game for free don't give you any sort of any sort of inkling to the actual experience. And so I think that they'll obviously have to. That model may not work due to you know gold farmers and that sort of thing. There's a lot of concerns with that, but I think that we haven't seen the the last like free-to-play model come out. I think that there's more, there will be more uh, developers trying different strategies over the next year or two, and some will work, some won't, but we'll end up seeing the best ones come out. Yep. So, there you go, folks. Subscriptions should die. (laughs) (laughs) And and probably will. Yep, yep. I just can't see, even if Terra is successful, and by successful I mean million players, maybe, Great game like, is successful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I just don't see the subscription model lasting for anything that isn't from one of the giants. It just it just can't anymore. Um, so yeah. Well, real quick, one thing I was going to say too, like what you were talking about, um, you're saying the free to play on PSN, but with how locked down, like I don't even know, like if Microsoft, like you're yeah. saying, they would have to change their whole philosophy because. Like you said, free-to-plays are patched so often, and it's such a fucking just rigmarole on the Xbox side to get it certified, and pe- like it just takes forever. I just can't see, um, I just can't see that being viable unless, like you said, their whole perspective changed on free-to-play. Because mm-hmm. um, in the current system, I, I can't see a free free-to-play surviving because they would be lagging behind with updates, and there'd be two different teams trying to support two different versions of the game. Right, I don't know. and I, I remember. Jared iterating yeah. to the fact that um, if they, when they were trying to get patches for Tango Down, oh yeah, uh, they were trying to get patches for that. It it was like something like four times as much as it is to like patch Blacklight, like per patch. So, um, but yeah, I think I think so we'll now, end up seeing Microsoft and Sony for their next consoles. I think mm-hmm. I, I would not be surprised at all to see like a more streamlined process for that. They almost have to, because I think the the barrier to entry for for creating a PC free to play is is going to be so low that they're going to have to yep. start competing with that. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, so strong discussion, bros. Strong discussion, and it, it actually, if we're if we're correct, it's going to be good to be a PC gamer for a while <laughs> at least because. Games are going to end up costing you. I think they're yeah. just going to keep dropping. Personally, well, and I'll I'll go ahead and make I'll I'll go ahead and sustain my my prediction. I'm not going to be buying Black Ops Two, not because I think that the game is, will be inherently bad, not not because of that, but just because I I already have too much on my plate. 
And now, like, especially yep. with Super Monday Night Combat now, it's like I don't, I, I don't have and enough time. And Smite coming up. Yeah, I just don't have enough time <laughs> to give to all the games I want to play already. So I don't need to spend $60 on a game when I could put that $60 into other games that I already enjoy. For the record, I will not be buying Black Ops 2 because I do believe it will be inherently bad. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I hear yeah. otherwise, I will gladly buy it. After that's, the fact. that's exactly my philosophy on it right now. Is if but I don't think I'm going to. I just it's it's not even that I don't think it's going to be inherently bad. In fact, I have more faith in Treyarch than Infinity Ward uh, to do to do the PC version. That's correctly. I I will agree with that, and that's however. But there's always a reason I'm not to buy the get next Call of Duty. See, Modern Warfare Three is the only game that's ever burned me as badly as that game burned me. Uh, as far as like sixty dollars, not well spent. Oh, I agree. Um, so. What I'm going to do is sit back, and I know that I know people who will buy it. If they say it's pretty good, and there's enough people playing, I'll probably look into buying it. But not until then. Agreed. I'm so for Black Ops too. I'm probably in a total minority, but I'm I'm going to buy it no matter what because I liked Black Ops a lot. Even well, though, well, like, hold on rest- now, Scott, because that yeah. that brings us to our first Twitter question. And now it's time for Twitter questions with the KB Mod Podcast. From Nick ABC and the numbers after his name that I don't remember, it's will APL Fisher be getting Black Ops Two on Xbox or PS3? <laughs> wow, very very clever, Nick. Very clever. Yeah, I think I My, think the uh, machinima influence in this conversation is becoming a little, yeah, becoming well, a little uh, uncomfortable. There's a little too obvious. Much I will be getting it. I will be getting it on both. I will, I'm sure I will have a copy for 360, and I'm sure I will have a copy for PC. What I'll probably do is, um, I don't know, because we, we, we'll get work copies, so, and I have an Xbox at work. Oh, uh-oh, just ruled that, too. And uh, <laughs> so I'll probably be testing out on there. I, I'll wait, because I didn't buy Black Ops off the bat like you guys did on launch on PC. I waited, yeah. and that actually worked out, because you guys well, saying like, that. That just, did work out. Well, you business. didn't even play it at launch, because you couldn't. Because, yeah, you, I mean, I was actually one of the few who it worked correctly for. So. Oh, yeah. Exactly. But you, I mean, damn, this is what I, I get what you're saying about being burned, but you have to separate the two. You're talking about Infinity Ward burning you with Modern Warfare 3. Once Black Ops worked, dude, you played a shit. I liked it. Yeah. And I did too. I mean, I I had very few complaints about it. It's not the greatest game I've ever played. It's not as good as Cup 4. Right. But it's still fun. um, It's still fun. And the maps are fantastic on Black Ops, for one thing. The gunplay's pretty good. Like, everything about it's pretty good. The fact that they... It took them a while, but they gave us mod tools. Mm, sure. And, you know, I did, that's why I have a little more faith in Treyarch. I'm still gonna... I'm not gonna get it at launch, though. I'm gonna... Yeah, I agree with that. I won't buy so it not, on launch, for sure. Yeah, I'm not spending $60 again on an unknown commodity, basically. I will be getting one for PC, one for Xbox, one for PlayStation 3, and a fourth to hang around my neck. Wow. <laughs> about the Wii. Yeah, did you get, are you gonna get the Wii version? That's gonna be the Wii copy. Uh, that hangs around my neck. <laughs> Ooh, wow, that's a lot of money there. You're at 240 bucks. Crazy. Oh, that's not even counting my subscription to COD Elite. Oh, on all and all platforms too. I guess maybe not PC. Yeah, on every platform that it's available on, which <laughs> is zero. He's gonna pay sixty dollars a month for COD Elite. Yep. <laughs> I need the maps on all the systems. <laughs> So, next up in the Twitter questions. All right, this one is very philosophical. And it actually comes from someone who's on the call with us. Oh God. Um, I wonder if it's Nick Fenton tweeting. Mr. Nfen asks, <laughs> and I know that he also knows the answer, 
I did. Um, I did look it up. <laughs> when slash where does the snake's body begin to qualify as a tail? And here's what I wanted to point out in the conversation earlier, but I wanted to save it for now. I've seen a snake shit. <laughs> so it's I gross. know, it's I really know bad. it has an anus. So uh, I, I'm God, guessing I that it's, it's got to be like right where or right after the anus begins. I've also seen it shit, and it's actually really awful. Oh, that sounds yeah, awful. It's pretty. It looks like it's giving birth to like white sludge. It is. It's oh. really really bad. Oh please. Stop. All right. Oh my god. So, we were talking we were kind of talking about this beforehand. Like where does a ta- does a snake have a tail? The answer is yes. Uh, well, the answer is yes, I would for say. For some snakes to me it would be easy cuz I would say a rattlesnake would start on the rattle. But well, my original my original thought was like isn't the tail just from the head and then the, like where the head stops uh-huh. and then that yeah. it's just tail? Like a snake is is one big it's tail. It's just a tail with a head. <laughs> like that was my original thought. Yeah. Fair enough. What's the answer? Anyone, no, I want to hear what's everybody's uh, thought. Alright, here's my thought. I already gave mine. My thought is the tail starts where the digestive tract starts. Ooh, but yeah. as in as in the stomach and the colon, not not the throat. Is, but isn't it like the, the whole snake snakes is even like have one, a colon? Well, they gotta poop. <laughs> I don't know. They gotta have like some equipment. An intestine. We'll go with intestine. I thought like it's whole, so it might have like some weird like combination stomach intestine. So that's my guess. Snakes my guess is terrifying. where the stomach starts. I, I say where the anus is. Um, I have to I'll say go, my, my take uh, on it has been tainted because now that I've heard now that I've heard Jenkins' point of view, mm. I think I agree. I think it starts starts yeah. where. Was, was that where a pun? Do snakes is. have taints? By the way, there's a good question. <laughs> well, no, they don't have balls. They don't yeah. have balls. Well, so. I don't know. I just found out snakes have anuses, which I mean <laughs> makes sense it's, in retrospect. Well, where does the food go? If I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you think it just disappears? I don't. Like, I've never seen a snake ship before. I don't do know. You think somewhere in the digestive tract of a snake is just a black hole, and like that that just, just, just disappears. I don't Either understand. That or they just excrete problem. the food out of their fucking pores. <laughs> I don't know. This but, potion calls for a sprinkle of cobra. T- <laughs> uh, I mean, it makes sense. I just haven't put much thought into snake pooping before. But okay, and I would go. I'll go with. I'll go with Dan though. I'll go with where the digestive tract starts. To me, that would be the tail. Maybe I don't know. And snakes, you suck. Come on, answer guy. Apparently, on a snake, the tail is uh, from the cloaca down. What's that? That's so helpful. It, it's wow, like. Thanks. It's basically like it's asshole. Oh, and so it, Nick was it, right. It's yeah. butthole. Okay. It's like, the, oh. it's like where exactly is the snake butthole? Is it on the? You know your buttholes, black All right. <laughs> the yeah. thing is, is uh. like it's completely invisible. Yeah, that's until it yeah, it's, and then it just opens up out of nowhere. <laughs> see? Okay, that's why I'm so baffled. It's, it's like a transformer. Yeah, it. yeah it just its asshole it, opens up. Yeah, it just, it's, it's like, I swear to God, it's invisible. And I even, like, kind of looked. My brother used to have a snake. This is how I know this. So, like, when the snake was, like, crawling around, I'd be like, can I see its asshole? Like, <laughs> is there, like, a little, like, a little dot somewhere? No, it's just, it's completely invisible. It's like it's its weak point or something. It's like, it's, it's like, the, you know, the, the, the vent exhaust on the Death Star. <laughs> so it so it protects it by making it completely invisible. Oh. You can't find the snake's maybe, asshole without the force. Maybe snakes just get like maybe back before like mankind was 
was around. Maybe snakes used to get fucked in the ass all the time. Yeah, it's like evolution. They were like, we're protecting <laughs> right. ourselves from getting gang raped yeah. by other animals with penises, with large penises or something. I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> have you ever seen two uh, snakes mate? I don't think I don't, I don't, Yeah, I don't know how that, how that even works. I'm don't sure it just drops its... <laughs> It's Shit. like throwing like two spaghetti noodles at each other, I guess. <laughs> Assuming like I don't know, like, drops like it's sperm or eggs or whatever. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's pretty violent. Like a, a snake can't mount another snake. I'm pretty. <laughs> yes, it can. Wait, I've seen are it. Do they like intertwine themselves or something? Yeah, they do. Like, actually, how do snakes mate. Yep. Google. They do, and it's kind of violent, yeah. if I recall. Yeah. Oh yeah. The male oh, looks right like he's top. actually trying to kill the oh, female. Oh shit! But. I just googled snake sex. What? Is, oh whoa! Uh, God. Oh, <laughs> YouTube video. Fuck Dude. me, image search. They're like, oh my God! It's like a, it's like a braid. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Oh, they get <laughs> in there, man. <laughs> and One that's when you realize that like RX. This that's all just this all spawned from wanting to know if snakes have tails. That's, that's when you realize that, like, pharmaceutical symbol is actually two snakes fucking Oh, my God! Face. I'm never going to be able to look at it ever again. Oh, God. <laughs> no, this all stems from reptiles being fucking creepy, and I don't want to know anything about them. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> all right. I hate not... reptiles. I'm just saying that. Dude, I just found a video called The Snake Mating Ball. What? Whoa. Oh, my God. That's, is... that's when they jam two snakes in a hamster ball and roll them down a hill. No, and no, then when it opens like up, there are three snakes, bro, and they're all just bang town. And oh my god, it's a snake. Snakes orgy. got it figured out, man. God, snakes are just there's nothing oh. redeeming about snakes. Oh my god, nothing. fuck that shit. Okay, <laughs> except when you get a boa constrictor, because then you have a pet that'll always give you a hug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you get rid of that question, Brandon? No, that no, question's no. really good. No, no, no. Use that one. <laughs> all right. All right, he put it back. Ooh, a double shot from the Peeble Theory. Right, this first question is so good because it's so random. Do you prefer leather or fabric couches? Fabric. <laughs> fuck leather. Um, I'm going to go with fabric as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, have, I a, have a couch downstairs that is the most comfortable couch in the world. And it's kind of it's kind of like my sick couch. Whenever I'm sick or not feeling well for whatever reason, I go and take a nap on that couch. And regardless of what I've been doing or how shitty I felt the day before, I will wake up feeling better on that couch. And I feel like if it was leather, and I had to peel myself off of that yeah. after my nap, and especially like if I'm sick and like feverish and sweating, and I'm just like basically fused like like just <laughs> to this couch, yeah. like at, at the molecular level, and I had to rip myself off of that afterwards, it would just ruin the whole nap. It would, yep. it would be like great up until the point that I had to get up. Can we go back? Most leather couches can make farting noises and shit. Yeah, yeah, that's, cool. that's why I prefer leather couches. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, Imagine. back to the fact that you are so rich that you have a sick couch that you sleep on. Yeah, for elf in your establishment. Oh, put that well, one. In the well, elf. That that's, one that's it's in not the only room. for that. Okay, it's like it's like the regular family couch, but I it's the couch that I like. Scott. Wow. Scott, you realize you could go to like the Salvo and get a couch for like fifty. Yeah, bucks, I guess so. Right? But am, I'm just imagining that he has or IKEA for that matter. Different things like oh I'm sick today oh I ate too many pieces of chicken this is the couch where I lay on for that <laughs> and it's completely untouched except for those it's in the sick yeah, room very, it has its very... own room it's I actually have to like oh. knock on the wall Fonzie style and then it flips out <laughs> oh my god well that has to scan my retina 
because it's mine. <laughs> no, it's like it's like the family couch. It's not you know it's it's just sitting in the living room in front of the TV. But you know it's usually not occupied when I'm feeling like shit because I'm up at, at you know at night, so everyone's already asleep. <laughs> it's wow. good. I might need to get a so sick we, couch too. <laughs> so we have like four votes for fabric, and Nick Fenton likes leather because it makes fart noises. Well, we the have, thing I have leather is that if you fuck on it, it's easier to clean off. That's true. Steaming just comes right off the top. Yeah. Whereas, like, you're just going to have a stained sick couch. (laughs) Yeah. And then you're just have you you seen the Scotch Guard they put on those fabric couches? You can you can pour wine on it and then just pour it right off. Well, that's good because I pour a lot of wine when I'm having. (laughs) (laughs) I murder lots of hobos on my stained couch. Wine as I fuck a bitch. Just crazy. (laughs) It's um. Well, look at this high high lifestyle that Blackwell. Oh, man, I'm learning. We're learning a lot about. Plays you right Mario now. Sunshine all day. Yep. <laughs> works at a job where he can just roll across the floor. <laughs> yeah, you missed that like, part, Scott. Well, yeah, what happened there? What's I'm actually I'm actually kind of like a, like a a an invertebrate, like an aquatic invertebrate from the sea, at work. Because <laughs> I I really only travel by like flopping out of my chair and rolling. <laughs> Wow. But yeah, no, I live this high life. I I I have a sick couch, Fuck, which which I frequently wine. bang on, and I can't climax unless I murder a wino. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we are just this is very enlightening. I'm glad I'm glad it finally has all come out like this. How did I hire it feels any of you? Uh, uh, <laughs> hire is not the word. Well, yeah. yeah How did I coerce you with sex? Seduce. <laughs> Well, I I, uh, I like I like leather in that like when it's when it's cold when yeah, no one's been sitting cool. on it you got you've got that sensation when you first sit on it that's really nice but I yeah. think for overall comfort fabric couches are better particularly like a microfiber couch like a really soft couch yeah that's actually what I have I have like a it's like a faux leather it looks like leather from far away but you actually go up and touch it and it's like a like a soft microfiber so yeah that's that's, that's kind of what my my sick couch is like. I couch. <laughs> I have a question for People Theory when he listens to this podcast. What the hell, dude? Yeah, why do you want to know? What? Guiding a couch purchasing decision? Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> I really wonder what's KB Mod influences many things, including couch, couch purchases. Yeah. Maybe he's got one of each in his house, and he's going to shun his leather couch now. It'd be like, yeah. KB Mod said you yeah. were bad. And maybe you just can't decide on which one to fuck on. He sets it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, we have to kill you. His legs are probably really tired because he's been standing this whole time waiting for this answer. For he's not day. getting it until Wednesday. Wow. <laughs> this poor guy. Ugh. And he has a second question. He's wow. been so busy. Yeah. This one this one could get this could get rough. Uh what is your favorite subreddit on Reddit? Ooh. Space dicks. Ghetto jerk. Okay. <laughs> uh, I gotta see ghetto ghetto jerk. <laughs> oh man, I've never seen ghetto jerk. I would go with. I've started exploring the land of space dicks, much to Nick Fenton's prodding. No, I no. You don't. You don't explore. You go and then you just like, yeah, vomit on yourself. That's a good point. That's a good point. And my favorite is the top thread in uh, ghetto jerk <laughs> is upvote to change. Yes, we can to Yolo Obama. <laughs> You gotta go to this. You gotta go to this. <laughs> Hashtag bitch you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. <laughs> wow. 
my god. Oh my god, this one's great. This is the perfect KB one of the two. This one is... Oh my god, I can't even read it. It's so... Not offensive, I just... Ghetto. Hard to read, yeah. I, they was mad people at the... There was mad people at the crib last night puffing them blunts. Hashtag purple purple cushy brain fuck. <laughs> <laughs> These are the threads on here. Wow. <laughs> wow. But seriously though, KB Mod. It's best Reddit. I suppose. Oh so. yeah, that's true. How do we no one plug that? Nobody, nobody I actually didn't know it existed. <laughs> nobody nobody posted. How, right how now. many subscribers are on that? About a hundred. Well, that's not too bad. We get a About to be hundred and one. Well, it's about to be 97, I think, is the exact number. Mm. Holy shit, we need to fix that banner. <laughs> yeah, I, I just not saw that. <laughs> what just the hell? It, like, it's so out of blue. It's ridiculous. Oh what the God. fuck is this Imgur you've just said? Oh, our um, space ducks? Space ducks. And if you have the picture, it's a picture of Courtney, a.k.a. my CCXOXO, her face on Darth Maul. R slash space ducks. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, I totally followed the the wrong link and clicked your link of a of a the picture of a snake anus. <laughs> or it's a cloaca. God, it's an anus. Space sucks at three hundred and thirty-two. Wow, Is, didn't the Dolan meme start in one of these too? Oh, Dolan. Uh, <laughs> that's for Fortune, and then it made it. There is a yeah. I think actually there are multiple Dolan themed uh, Reddits. That's, oh my that's god, upsetting. what the hell? Dude, Reddit, what are you doing? Okay, you guys, have I gone to the KV Mod Reddit just to look at this banner that someone put oh, up? Oh, it's bad. It's bad, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it just like a hybrid of everything. <laughs> <laughs> and it just takes up the whole top. Like, you can only see half of the half of the fucking thing, because it's it was sent to me and I couldn't resist. Oh my god. I mean, I like that they integrated it into the Reddit logo. But it just needs to be smaller. Just make it smaller. Yeah, just make it... No, it needs to be bigger. And, and it needs to have a transparent background. Oh, no, it's like, just, it it's just like bigger. this awkward white square in the middle of this light blue background. No, it needs to be bigger. Oh, jeez. Um, but in all seriousness, um, I can't really say I have a favorite... So oh, Ghetto Jerk has just won my heart. <laughs> well, Ghetto Jerk, obviously, but I can't. I can't really say I have one favorite, but I did just find one that was actually pretty cool, just called Imaginary Monsters, and it's just like illustrations of really fucking cool monsters. It's all it is. Really, God, sick this shit. is Space Dicks, just with a different name. I'm be so mad. <laughs> Imaginary okay. Monster Dongs in Space. Also, WTF. Tonberry. <laughs> Who is it? I haven't checked it recently. The top one looks like a picture of a Tonberry, but it's a Soul Hunter. R slash WTF can be can be pretty entertaining. Brandon's still dying in chat about the KP Mod band. It's he so like I went there it. yesterday and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I think it's really just the fact that it was so unexpected and it takes up <laughs> half the page. You open it up. <laughs> what the hell? No, but uh, uh, seriously though, my probably my favorite subreddit is uh, is Battle Stations. It's oh, basically it's, it's basically just like people's. It's, it's, it's like our brocade. Yeah, it's like brocade. It's but ridiculous. It's like exhibit came in there and was like, "What's up? You just got <laughs> pimped out or whatever that." Thought you wanted PC on your PC. Yeah. So we <laughs> gave you a billion dollars and you made the greatest computer setup of all time. 
Yeah, you should definitely. If you haven't been there, you should sort by sort by the top and like do links from all time. And some of the top ones voted on there are just just incredible. This one it's dude, I think, I think I want to say works at Google or something. He built like a land, like a he built a server and stuff in his house, like infrastructure with LAN party PCs that fold out. It's oh. incredible. Holy fuck, the top one. Oh my Those speakers. That speakers. Right I like how we're browsing Reddit oh. on the podcast. Yeah, we're browsing Reddit <laughs> no on the podcast. Good job, right, This is all your fault, people. All right, let's get, together. Let's, let's get this together here. This is all your so fault. Hold on, though. What, what, what legitimately, though, like, what's your favorite subreddit? If- no, honestly, now it's Ghetto Jerk. It is that hilarious. Yeah. like to thank, thank Jenkins for that. Yep. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm, I'm sticking with Space Dicks and the awfully logoed KB mod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Space Dicks is great. I have I have a new favorite subreddit like every day. Yeah, you always find new ones, and like they're so good when you find them. It's I'm like, not on Reddit very I'm, often, but now I'm going to be on Battle Stations all day tomorrow, all so day. Stupid. Like I'm I'm subscribed to, to subreddits for my interest, but their communities are horrible. Yeah. That happens like, to me too. Other ones like, like, like the TF2. TF2 is a horrible subreddit. The TF2 subreddit is a pretty horrible community. How Actually, it's got a pretty dead community now. Oh my god! Sorry, I keep interrupting you, Scott. All right, uh, let's get a right. new question. Let's let's get the new question going here. What's what do we got? Let's see. All right. Um, Jason Ellis asks, "Tomorrow is my 16th birthday, so my question is, what is the best birthday you can remember?" My 16th birthday. Mine will probably beat yours, Jason. Sorry. Um, wow. Wow. <laughs> I was on an exchange trip to Germany, and uh, my birthday's in the summer, and the exchange trip happened. It was six weeks over summer. I think it was July into August, or maybe like late June into early July. Anyway, um, so my birthday was... My birthday is July 17th, and it just so happens that... I think it's July 16th, and then it goes into the 17th, there is a uh we were staying in the town of Ulm and lots of germany uh, lots of german towns and and cities have specific festivals that are only exclusive to that town but like citywide and there was a citywide we were in the city of Ulm and Ulm had a giant festival on my birthday just so happened to take place on my birthday and it was insane like people were going out they they basically like rented out an entire like church property and erected this enormous tent dancing with hot German women well teenage girls but I was a teenager then so <laughs> and and it was you know, people were buying me drinks and shit it was insane good wow. times in Germany yep um yeah you do win actually. oh yeah I was about to say I don't know if I can stop that best birthday I don't do anything special on my um, birthdays my birthday the last two years, I got completely blackout retarded drunk and did really stupid shit. <laughs> well, the, the question was fun. is, which, what's the best birthday you can remember? So that one may yeah, not qualify. Yeah, those don't count, yeah. man. Either of them. I don't know. I took a depth shot of coffee liqueur last year and then vomited pulled pork all over a bar bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> the fact I remember all that, actually, and it was actually you win. It's so good. <laughs> you win. Um... Uh, and then Bob, no, get this, so that last year, Bob was with me, and he was, like, DDing for me, and he was, uh, <laughs> he wouldn't let me go home because he didn't want my wife to see me in the condition that I was in. <laughs> oh, good guy Bob. That is good uh, guy Bob. 
Yeah, but good guy Bob is very smart because I shit myself at Bob's party. <laughs> the, the shit myself story <laughs> happened like years earlier at Bob's party. Oh my God. So like, and I wasn't anywhere near that because I can remember everything. But <laughs> well, scumbag. Bob. You may have actually just forgotten that you shit your pants again. Yeah, you may have. <laughs> no, I really didn't. Okay. I think my best birthday was maybe my tenth or eleventh, and I like. I think it was just a Chuck E. Cheese, and it was just... Wow, just get out, dude. <laughs> I'm serious. Why? Did you shit yourself? Are you, hating... <laughs> Are you hating on Chuck E. Cheese right now? Yeah, I am. Wow. My kid will never go to Chuck wow, E. Cheese. That was... It's so scummy. Like, when you're a kid, it's like, oh, that's the greatest place. I know, when you're place. a kid. And then, like, about. you kind of get in your teenage years, and you're like, wow, this is actually just a shithole. It's just <laughs> It is it's a fucking shithole. They, the, they charge, like, $20 for awful pizza. Yeah, I mean, I know, because I was... Oh, that's, that Chuck E. Cheese pizza is the worst you can it's get. Scott hangs out there now. So, that's how I know the price. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have revealed that. Yeah, I go in often. Just check out what the kitties are doing nowadays. But um, And the fact just, that you just use the word kitties. Are you kidding me? <laughs> just, you funny. know... I'm lost. One autistic kid that plays, um, that works stop, there. Stop talking. Stop talking. <laughs> stop talking. <laughs> Bad places. Sorry. Fantastic. No, so, I, so I'll, 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 I have a better answer than Scott. Okay. So if Fuck you're, uh, if, if from back in the day, you, you may remember GameWorks. GameWorks. Did any of y'all have the GameWorks? Uh, that's it's, a Texas thing. Is this uh, like Texas? No, 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 no. No, it's, no, it's a chain. Like Road Bowls no, and shit? You know what Dave and Buster's is, though. Yeah, yeah, we have yeah. Dave Buster's. All right, so so GameWorks is was similar to Dave and Buster's, but it was like real. It was just a games section, so it didn't have the like the pool tables and you know the adult part of Dave and Buster's. It's yeah. just like it's just games, and so you could go in and get uh, like a, uh, you could fill your card with like time, so you could just buy two hours that would get you unlimited play on whatever you wanted to do that like didn't give you tickets, and so. I can't remember which birthday it was, but I'm maybe more than one now that I think of it. But we would go to GameWorks and just get like two or three hours of unlimited, just unlimited gaming. And I remember playing Crazy Taxi like for yes. hours on. Hey, hey, hey! Are you ready to make some crazy <laughs> money? Money! <laughs> oh, dude! When we go to Dave and Buster's now, we just play the Quizzo machine the whole time and get hammered. <laughs> Oh, adults. I still remember the first time I saw a demo of Crazy Taxi playing in a GameStop. Um, or no, it was a, it was a Funko Land at the time. Oh, oh yeah. Remember? Funko Land. Where I picked and up my uh, PlayStation 1 refreshed. Yeah. yeah, dude. Oh, I, man, I used to love that shit. And I, I remember just being blown away by how far ahead Dreamcast and Crazy Taxi were over <laughs> everything else. I was like, this looks like fucking real life. It was crazy. We used to have arcade game was just amazing. Yeah. 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 Well, we used to have um, this this place that was literally just an arcade uh, that you could have parties in and shit. And if you were in the party, then they gave you coins out the wazoo and stuff. And, you know, you didn't have to pay anything to play them all day. Like you still had to put coins in, but they just gave them to you. If you were they they knew you were with the party, they just give you as many coins. I never had a birthday there, but, you know, I I had friends that would have birthdays there. It was cool. And. What makes me wish that like there were still worthwhile arcade games mm. is that they would they would also just like sell arcade games to people. Whatever they they had in the in the store and like in the arcade was just whatever they hadn't sold yet. And they mm. had this one, and I wish they still had it because I would definitely buy it. 
It was literally just Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo, but it had a giant fuck ass Super Nintendo controller. For I don't know how that establishes an arcade game, but it, it was just like it was like hard to play because it was so huge. And like you had you had to like mash it like like the buttons of an actual like joystick and stuff, but it was just a giant like Super Nintendo controller. It was really fun. I remember it was always stuck on the ghost ship level. Man. <laughs> so you never bought anything from uh, from them? Oh uh, no! Like I mean, an arcade cabinet's like you know, like a grand or something. Like yeah. maybe a cheap one's like four hundred dollars there. So you know, by the time I was old enough to actually be able to afford that, and I still want an arcade cabinet to be honest. Um, but uh, you know, basically nowadays, I mean, the American arcade is dead. It's totally dead. Yeah, yeah there's there's nothing worthwhile buying. You know, it's it's all like any game that spews tickets, and then, you know, like, no, they don't do fighters anymore. All the new fighters, except Tekken, which blows, um, like, no fighters actually go to the arcade anymore. Because the, the, the arcade cabinets are working on, like, ancient technology now. Sadness. Yeah, it's sad. Alright. So. We about, about at the end here. Yeah. I don't know. Go with, uh, Fat Attack 82. <laughs> Who smokes dog shit weed? Um, if you're if you were forced to kill a member of KB Mod, why would it be Nick Fenn? Wow, <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like pick anyone, but it's always <laughs> just me. <laughs> and if you notice in our show, a uh, show schedule here, Nick Jenkins has made sure to write not Jenkins. I also yeah, corrected his grammar. Well, um, why would it be Nick Fenton? I think Probably because John has pushed it so hard that I'm sold on it mm. now. I, I would say <laughs> you're asking the wrong question. The question is, why not? I, I, I was going to say, I'll go existential and just say, why not? Yeah. yeah. I think you're thinking too much yeah. into it if you're thinking of the why reasons. I mean, we could get into a numerous reasons. We could get into the fact that he contributes nothing to society, lives in Minnesota, <laughs> hits beavers with jet skis, <laughs> routinely tries to get turkeys, sends me inappropriate text messages, and is an oh, all-around... Don't, don't even fuck with that. I've got some really good ones right here. I'm sure no, you do. I just saw the one that you sent me at 1045. Let's, okay. Let's... No, no. <laughs> Not repeatable, Nick Fenden. Okay, <laughs> see, that's the problem. When I, I get too comfortable with Nick Fenden, then he can always black me. So, <laughs> think it can happen. If I kill Fenton, then I'm the only Nick in KB Mod, and we don't have to distinguish who we're talking about anymore. Wow. That's true. Then we don't have to call you by your last names. Exactly. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nick Fenton just put it in chat. Yes, I did. But, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Excuse me. No, I, I love Nick Fenton. I would never want to kill him. We're gonna make year. out so much. Yeah, dude. That was, that was a little forward of me, but wow. Well, that's that does it, gentlemen, for the podcast proper. And now, just to make everyone jealous, tomorrow we're gonna go play some Dino Beatdown. Oh, I think. Oh right? snap! Oh, you don't even know. Bye. I'm about to get blazed. Dino. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna get high off of dinosaurs. We'll see you next week with we hope. The developers of Orion Town of Beat Town mm-hmm. show next week. So uh, we'll see you then. See you guys. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Later. Bye. Bye.